Section 14 of Drake by Alfred Noyes. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Cynthia Moyer. Book 10, Part 1. Across the Atlantic, great rumors rushed as of a mighty wind, the wind of the spirit of Drake. But who shall tell in this cold age the power that he became who drew the universe within his soul and moved with cosmic forces though the deep divided it from drake the gorgeous court of philip shuddered away from the streaming coasts as a wind-cuffed field of golden wheat the king bidding his guests to a feast in his own ship on that wind-darkened sea was made a mock as one by one his ladies proffered excuse for fear of that beyond round europe now ballad and story told how in the cabin of francis drake there hung a magic glass wherein he saw the fleets of every foe and all that passed aboard them rome herself perplexed that this proud heretic should prevail fostered a darker dream that drake had bought like old norse wizards power to loose or bind the winds at will and now a wilder tale flashed o'er the deep of a distant blood-red dawn o'er san domingo where the embattled troops of spain and drake were met but not in war met in the dawn by his compelling will to offer up a sacrifice yea there between the hosts the hands of spain herself slaughtered the spanish murderers of the boy who had borne drake's flag of truce offered them up as a blood offering and an expiation lest drake with that dread alchemy of his soul should e'en transmute the dust beneath their feet to one same substance with the place of pain and whelm them suddenly in the eternal fires rumour on rumour rushed across the sea large mockeries and one most bitter of all wormwood to philip of how drake had stood i the governor's house at san domingo and seen a mighty scutcheon of the king of spain whereon was painted the terrestrial globe and on the globe a mighty steed in act to spring into the heavens and from its mouth streaming like smoke a scroll and on the scroll three words of flame and fury non sufficit orbis of how drake and his seamen stood gazing upon it and could not forbear from summoning the spaniards to expound its meaning whereupon a hurricane roar of mirth burst from those bearded british lips and that immortal laughter shook the world so while the imperial warrior eyes of spain watched every hour her vast armada grow readier to launch 
and shatter with one stroke our island's frail defence fear gripped her still for there came sounds across the heaving sea of secret springs unsealed forces unchained a mustering of deep elemental powers a sound as of the burgeoning of boughs in universal april and dead hearts uprising from their tombs a mighty cry of resurrection surging through the souls of all mankind for now the last wild tale swept like another dawn across the deep and in that dawn men saw the slaves of spain the mutilated negroes of the mines with gaunt backs wheeled and branded scarred and seared by whip and iron in spain's brute lust for gold saw them at drake's great liberating word burst from their chains erect uplifting hands of rapture to the glad new light that then then first began to struggle through the clouds and crown all manhood with a sacred crown august a light which though from age to age clouds may obscure it grows and still shall grow until that kingdom come that grand communion that commonweal that empire which still draws nigher with every hour that federation that turning of the wasteful strength of war to accomplish large and fruitful tasks of peace that gathering up of one another's loads whereby the weak are strengthened and the strong made stronger in the increasing good of all then suddenly it seemed as he had gone a ship came stealing into plymouth sound and drake was home again but not to rest for scarce had he cast anchor ere the road to london rang beneath the flying hoofs that bore his brief dispatch to burley saying we have missed the plate fleet by but twelve hours sail the reason being best known to god no less we have given a cooling to the king of spain there is a great gap opened which methinks is little to his liking we have sacked the towns of his chief indies burnt their ships captured great store of gold and precious stones three hundred pieces of artillery the more part brass our loss is heavy indeed under the hand of god eight hundred men three parts of them by sickness captain moon my trusty old companion he that struck the first blow in the south seas at a spaniard died of a grievous wound at cartagena my fleet and i are ready to strike again at once where'er the queen and england please i pray for her commands and those with speed that i may strike again outside the scroll these words were writ once more my queen's commands i much desire your servant 
Francis Drake. This terse dispatch the hunchback Burley read thrice over with the broad cliff of his brow bending among his books. Thrice he essayed to steel himself with caution as of old, and thrice as a glorious lightning running along and flashing between those simple words he saw the great new power that lay at england's hand an ocean sovereignty a power unknown before but dawning now a power that swept all earth's old plots and counterplots away like straws the germ of an unmeasured force new-born that laid the source of spanish might at england's mercy could that force but grow ere spain should nip it ere the mighty host that waited in the netherlands even now that host of thirty thousand men encamped round antwerp under parma should embark convoyed by that invincible armada to leap at england's throat thrice he essayed to think of england's helplessness her ships little and few thrice he essayed to quench with caution the high furnace of his soul which drake had kindled as he read the last rough simple plea i wait my queen's commands his deep eyes flashed with glorious tears he leapt to his feet and cried aloud before my god i am proud i am very proud for england's sake this drake is a terrible man to the king of spain and still still gloriana brooding darkly on mary of scotland's doom who now at last was plucked from out her bosom like a snake hissing of war with france a queenly snake a lilith in whose lovely gleaming folds and sexual bonds the judgment of mankind writhes even yet half strangled meeting out wild execrations on the maiden queen who quenched those jewelled eyes and mixed with dust that white and crimson who with cold sharp steel in substance and in spirit severed the neck and straightened out those glittering supple coils for ever though for evermore will men lie subject to the unforgotten gleam of diamond eyes and cruel crimson mouth and curse the sword-bright intellect that struck like lightning far through europe and the world for england when amid the embattled fury of world-wide empires england stood alone still she held back from war still disavowed the deeds of drake to spain and yet once more philip resolved at last never to swerve by one digressive stroke one ell or inch from his own patient sure laborious path accepted her suave plea and with all speed 
pressed on his huge emprise until it seemed his coasts groaned with grim bulks of cannonry thick loaded hulks of thunder and towers of doom and all round antwerp parma still prepared to hurl such armies o'er the rolling sea as in all history hardly the earth herself felt shake with terror her own green hills and plains i wait my queen's commands despite the plea urged every hour upon her with the fire that burned for action in the soul of drake still she delayed till on one darkling eve she gave him audience in that glimmering room where first he saw her strangely sounded there the seaman's rough strong passion as he poured his heart before her pleading every hour is one more victory lost and only heard the bitter answer nay but every hour is a breath snatched from the unconquerable doom that awaits us if we are forced to war yea and who knows though spain may forge a sword its point is not inevitably bared against the breast of england as she spake the winds without clamoured with clash of bells there was a gleam of torches and a roar mary the traitoress of the north is dead god save the queen her head bent down she wept pity me friend though i be a queen oh yet my heart is woman and i am sore pressed on every side scotland and france and spain beset me and i know not where to turn even as she spake there came a hurried step into that dim rich chamber walsingham stood there before her without ceremony thrusting a letter forth at last he cried your majesty may read the full intent of priestly spain here plainly written out upon this paper worth your kingdom's crown this letter stolen by a trusty spy out of the inmost chamber of the pope sixtus himself here is your murder planned blame not your ministers who with such haste plucked out this viper mary from your breast read here how with his thirty thousand men the pick of europe parma joins the scots while ireland grasped in their armada's clutch and the isle of wight against our west and south become their base rome rome and rome again and always rome she muttered even here in england hath she thousands yet she hath struck her curse out with pontific finger at me cursed me down and away to the bottomless pit her shadow like the shadow of clouds or sails the shadow of that huge event at hand darkens the seas already 
and the wind is on my cheek that shakes my kingdom down she hath thousands here in england born and bred englishmen they will stand by rome for god cried walsingham my queen you do them wrong there is another rome not this of spain which lurks to pluck the world back into darkness and stab it there for gold there is a city whose eyes are toward the morning on whose heights blazes the cross of christ above the world a rome that shall wage warfare yet for god in the dark days to come a rome whose thought shall march with our humanity and be proud to cast old creeds like seed into the ground watch the strange shoots and foster the new flower of faiths we know not yet is this a dream i speak as one by knighthood bound to speak for even this day and my heart burns with it i heard the catholic gentlemen of england speaking in grave assembly at one breath of peril to our island why their swords leapt from their scabbards and their cry went up to split the heavens god save our english queen even as he spake there passed the rushing gleam of torches once again and as they stood silently listening all the winds ran wild with clamouring bells and a great cry went up god save elizabeth our english queen i'll vouch for some two hundred catholic throats among that thousand whispered walsingham eagerly with his eyes on the queen's face then seeing it brighten fervently he cried pressing the swift advantage home oh madam the heart of england now is all on fire we are one people as we have not been in all our history all prepared to die around your throne madam you are beloved as never yet was english king or queen she looked at him the tears in her keen eyes glittered and i am very proud she said but if our enemies command the world and we have one small island and no more she ceased and drake in a strange voice hoarse and low trembling with passion deeper than all speech cried out no more than the great ocean sea which makes the enemy's coast our frontier now no more than that great empire of the deep which rolls from pole to pole washing the world with thunder that great empire whose command this day is yours to take hear me my queen this is a dream a new dream but a true for mightier days are dawning on the world than heart of man hath known if england hold the sea she holds the hundred thousand gates that open to futurity 
she holds the highway of all ages argosies of unknown glory set their sails this day for england out of ports beyond the stars ay on the sacred seas we ne'er shall know they hoist their sails this day by peaceful quays great gleaming wharves in the perfect city of god if she but claim her heritage he ceased and the deep dream of that new realm the sea through all the soul of gloriana surged a moment then with splendid eyes that filled with fire of sunsets far away she cried faith making her a child yet queenlier still yea claim it thou for me a moment there trembling she stood then once again there passed a rush of torches through the gloom without and a great cry god save elizabeth god save our english queen yea go then go she said god speed you now sir francis drake not as a privateer but with full powers my admiral at the seas without a word drake bent above her hand and ere she knew it his eyes from the dark doorway flashed farewell and he was gone but ere he leapt to saddle walsingham stood at his stirrup muttering ride ride now like hell to plymouth for the queen is hard beset and ere ye are out at sea her mood will change the friends of spain will move earth and the heavens for your recall they'll tempt her with their false baits of peace though i shall stand here at your back through thick and thin farewell fire flashed beneath the hoofs and drake was gone end of book 10 part 1